Welcome back, guys. We're going to now get to the uh, final, but not the least important topic of the week. NFL. Even when they're not playing games. Shit's still going on. (laughs) They're still making the news, you know, as usual. You know, the draft, like, like, when we get to the draft part of it, eventually, the draft does better ratings. The NBA Finals, NHL Finals. It's crazy how much the draft and the conversation leading up to it is going to be just as dominating as everything else, man. So well, it's just it's kind of correlates to overall where the NFL starts, and that's you know colleges and universities. Look how big it is there. That is a cash and high school fucking too. Ca- and high school, high school's high Friday, school. Saturday's your college, yeah. and Sunday is football, man. Yeah. And it's like it's a trifecta, right? Like you're going from like how much people are watching the high school games, how much people are watching the college games. And then when those players make it to the NFL, you think those viewership of all those cities that watch these young guys play is going to go away? No, now they're going to watch and follow that person into the NFL. So you're getting viewership from these towns and cities and whatever they are in the U.S. Yeah. that are following these people the entire time. And you know what? It's been the other thing now that like, you know, that's huge, but the gambling aspect of this, man, the amount of, I think the Super Bowl broke the amount of uh, bets all time placed on like one single sporting event. Yeah. I think other than like the world, but the World Cup of Soccer, like, I think the World Cup of Soccer is probably the only other one, but the Super Bowl North America, at least because of the fact their numbers are not like that. That's NFL is just absolutely running things like there's salary cap. You know, every year it goes up. It's gone up. Other than the COVID year, where obviously for obvious reasons it yeah. didn't go up. Salary cap goes up by like 15, 20 million every year. Yeah. It went up 30 fucking million dollars just in this year. 30 million dollars. They were expecting it to be about 20 million dollars more than last year. So around the 245. Fuck. It went up to 255 million dollars, dude. <laughs> I, no. I was like, holy shit. Like, I know the numbers are there to insane, back it up. insane, man. Like, the viewership is there to back it up. Like, if you're seeing higher viewership, we're seeing way more fantasy now becoming a bigger and bigger right? thing. So we're seeing a lot of money just coming in from fucking, you know, jersey sales, fucking, like, anything related to fucking merchandise. Gambling, up. jersey sales, like, all these. Honestly, we don't, we talk shit about this. Taylor Swift made a made an impact huge, on that too. Huge impact, right? Man. Huge. These impact. players, a lot of them are making extra money. Teams are making extra money because more people are watching it. People yeah. hate it when she was on, yeah, and they're showing her. But if you want to make more money, you need more people watching. It's yeah. kind of like a basic concept. You need more people spend money at the game. Yeah. More people spend money online, and you have to get the people that don't watch it, which are fucking Taylor Swift fans. A lot of women, women though. A women girls. is an underrated, underrated. Like, aspect of the sporting landscape right now because yep. most guys are gonna watch sports, yep. right? Like that's just statistically, yep. the men watch more sports than women. WNBA is doing a lot better now. You know, everyone laughs about it here and there. Caitlin Clark t- talked about more than some actual uh, college, other college, like men's college players, NBA players. Like Sabrina, I, I, I'm going to butcher the last yeah, name. Yeah, last name. Ainsky or something. I totally butcher. I'm just going to go with Sabrina and Steph. Those guys, she killed it. Yeah. And she shot for the men's three-point yeah. line, and right? And she tied the winner, uh, Damian Lillard. The Damian Lillard, Lillard right? Like, it's impressive. Is shit and under the you know, lights man under, that's not easy that is the next big like and honestly if you're 
a guy who watches sports, you would probably love it if your wife, girlfriend, yeah. all watch sports too, right? Yeah. yeah. All that, like that, and that's look how many women are in the world and how big of a marketing landscape has been untouched that's the part of the reason they're even going overseas now too yeah. they're smartened up they they know nfl fans in north america they're gonna blow up yeah brazil has you know how much south america how many people that country yeah. has Con, right no well, country is it not a so country not a country sorry a continent continent brazil yeah country yeah south you know, america so many continent. countries good job colombia's the panamas there's fucking Peru's, there's so many countries sitting down. Like people forget about South America. Right. People think about the fucking East Side so much, like Europe, India, Asia, Russia, yep. UK, all that. People forget uh, Africa down there, which is sometimes forgotten too. Mm -hmm. But when you look at South America, the population is crazy. The size of South America is nuts. Like, like how many countries? It's kind of like Africa. It's like basically a similar kind of layout of a continent. And Africa, people think, is a country, which is fucking not. It's got so many countries within it. Same thing as South America. South America has a lot of countries, and it's untapped potential, which Smart. not many markets other than now the NFL has gotten into. And I think the NBA has done some shit. They do. They weren't here they, and there. They do more stuff shit. at like France, Mexico yeah. City. Even the NFL has done that. They haven't gone quite there yet. But they've gone to, you know, they've gone to Europe. They played games out there. I don't, right? But like, they're not, they're like, they started to do that too, but they haven't, like, NBA is going to, I mean, NFL is doing Spain next year. Yeah. Right? I think Friday game in Spain next yeah. year, like, for the Eagles are playing, they don't know against who yet. Spain, like, Brazil, they got in right? there. Right? They have all these places. They have a few really that, good ones. Right? And it's all these underdeveloped, like, countries from a sporting like possibility i guess i can't quite get the uh, term out of my head no. but all these like dude the population of south america holy chains uh, uh, the uh what's his name that rapper man not Blueface, right no he this guy's always with aiden ross guys oh i can't remember his name right now but yeah like going back to the nfl like it's gonna be it's dope that they're doing this and now you know that was obviously one of their untapped uh markets was going worldwide which right. now they're slowly getting their fingers everywhere and then the biggest untapped market, females. Like you got the male population watching uh, the football, right. almost like a religion. Now you're starting to with Taylor Swift. You got like young girls that are willing to sit there with their fathers and watch it. And you're kind of like happy as a father. 100%. You're like, yo, some people don't have fucking sons. People are forgetting that. Some people yeah. only have daughters. They could have three to four daughters. So them sitting down and watching the, uh, any of the games with them. And obviously there's <laughs> going to be a lot of uh, Taylor Swifty KC fans. KC is going to get a real good bump out of oh, this. Oh, they got a huge bump already, man. Yeah, so that's going to be a really good thing. And I think... People hated on it. I kind of hated on Taylor Swift. Maybe in the beginning, I was like, they're showing her too much. But right. then I kind of understood the path that uh, NFL was taking. Yep. They know how much money is sitting there. They know how much, you know, overall exposure they're going to get countrywide and internationally. Because she's doing shows around the world. Yeah. So she's all these fans are following her around the world. And now they know that she's going to these football games. Yep. So they're watching something, you know, subconsciously, not even knowing what the sport is or what's going on. But deep down, watching this shit for the pure joy of seeing Taylor Swift. And it matters, man, because if you're watching a fucking full uh, football game just to see t uh, Taylor Swift six, seven times, you're added to the viewership numbers. And now. on top of that, now you're <laughs> going to want a jersey of... Hell yeah, you're probably going to put Swift jersey. on the back. Yeah. Hell yeah. Swifty jersey. Like, KC's just... <laughs> oh, what a dunk in that game. That nice. Damn, that was nice. Uh, um, but 
at the end of the day, like, you know, we hate on it, you hate on it, whatever. They made him so much money, man. The salary cap is going up by $30 million. That's crazy. It's $10 million higher than expected. So that's 50% more than what teams were thinking it was going to go up by. So the, one of the other, obviously, Swifty, you know, like you said, the population is going up. But they lost all the money lost from COVID. They had to pay back a bunch of shit. They yeah. finally paid that out. And on top of that, the new TV deals, like, you know, everyone talking shit about the streaming stuff with Peacock, Amazon. They're making a money. And look, now the salary cap went up by $30 million in one year, which to be honest, and the gambling is now blown up too. Yeah. If this was just this year, I feel like next year is probably going to be another 20 to 30 million. Easy. Like 20 million is the minimum. Yeah. I like all these teams assign like, you know, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, these big quarterback deals. Yeah. By the time these guys are like, and even the guys last year were Burl, by the time they get to their time, their salary cap is going to be only around 50, 55 million a year. I think around that, like 250, 265. Whereas like Dak might be making more than 60 million next year, dude. That's fucked. Dak Prescott, 60 million, 60 million dollar quarterback. He's got, a $60 million quarterback, but that's not a team that needs to be spending $60 million six, on a quarterback. But, I mean, they're kind of <laughs> fucked if they're with or without him, man. <laughs> yeah, like, they right? They're, if they they don't really have, like, another, I mean, Dak. Because the last few, you know, they went from Romo to Dak Prescott, and they've gone, never gotten out of the second round yeah. with all that show. Yeah. Like, everyone makes fun of Green Bay. Oh, you've had great, you know, quarterbacking for, like, 30, 35 years. Well, they got two fucking Super Bowls out of it. Yeah. And mo- and I think three or four Super Bowl appearances in that time yeah. too, and now they found another guy who's going to potentially lead them to that glory as well. Yeah, at least they won the fucking Super Bowls where this team hasn't. Oh. So yeah, I, I mean, it's gonna, it, I think uh, the TV deals for the NFL are one of the biggest things that people again overlook because uh, that's, that's where make, the money, that's, that's the viewership the from, is, man. what the money's giving you and. You know, if you're seeing, you know, 200 million plus people watching an event, that's a pretty fucking big deal for TV rights because that's a lot of people that are going through these channels, a lot of people that are watching all these commercials, all these other things that like other businesses, not like it's just the NFL making money. There's all these other businesses that are connected with the NFL that are also raking in fucking unimaginable profits that they normally wouldn't be doing if they were just stuck with every other sport out there. There's only 17 games a season, right? Yeah. So the value of these games is so much more important than 82 NBA games, 162 baseball games that are played at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, right? The NFL is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. At some, like, you know, everyone's been saying, oh, they're going to fall off. They might have fallen off for a little bit, but this seems like they're back now, man. The amount of interest and attention that's in NFL, the amount of people this year that I didn't even know were gambling fans, football fans. I had friends who would bet on, they didn't really know much about it, but they would bet like just like not stupid money, but they would throw smaller bets, make a bunch of money off of it. They wouldn't even know, like, my wife was got interested in one. I probably watch more games with her for football in this year than I ever have <laughs> in all the time we spent together, man. <laughs> so, like, just, and that's cool to see, like, all these people that you would normally wouldn't think would be watching football and are now watching football. Like, I felt like the Super Bowl parties this year were more not just, like, you know, some parties were all guys, but yeah. there was more parties in general. Yeah. Where it was women. It was just a party in general, it was man. Party. It was the day to have a party. Like, people hold, like, I know people that 
actually for the last 11 ye- 11 years they've been hosting a fucking party together yeah and it was just a bunch of obviously guys in the beginning and then you start bringing your significant other yeah, yeah. in that time people got married yeah, they got right. girlfriends yeah. so then like now it's a full blown the last three four years and the girls are re- uh, ready for it because it's going to be an event a party yeah. they know the boys are going to be having fun so they're starting to get into it they're rocking some jerseys that they bought or their guy bought them a jersey so it's just <laughs> It's becoming more than just football. And I think that's where NFL became king. Because it's not just about football now. It's like, hey, like how often do we watch uh, you know, fo- a basketball game together with a bunch of boys? Uh, a hockey game with a bunch of guys. With your boys, it's mostly football because you're getting it once a week. Yeah. And you're like, hey, how about for Thursdays, you come to my place? Or for fucking Sunday, let's all just go to this one spot. Or, hey, let's hit the pub for this game or something like that. Think about this. You watch, like, you go to your, you know, you're hanging out with your buddies. You're not going to sit there and be like, let's watch three hockey games tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, right? You can sit there on a Sunday (laughs) and watch three straight or three straight games, essentially. Because, you know, nine hours of football at the end of the day. Right, like watching three Hindi movies in a row. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right? Like, but you can never be like, I'm gonna watch three. And and you know what? If the Canucks aren't playing, you're not gonna sit there and be like, let's watch the Florida Panthers versus the Tampa Bay Lightning play no. today. Hell let's no. watch Columbus versus Anaheim Ducks on a Sunday at 1 p.m. Yeah. Where NFL, you could have the two shittiest teams playing on a Monday, any day of the week. Yeah. Sundays, Monday, Thursday. Yeah. We're watching it, and we have. We've watched we all watched these shitty it. games, the Chicago versus, say, a fucking Chargers game. All these random-ass right? games that were like, we don't care. They're the only game on today, but we're still going to watch it because it's football. It's football, <laughs> man. Like, that's like, how much it matters. Yeah, you're right. There's no way in hell we're going to be like, on a random, thir- every Thursday, there's going to be some hot game uh, on NHL or NBA that we're just like, yo, it's a must-watch. We're like, fuck that. The games are being played every day that we really don't care until it's the team that we actually give a shit about. We might watch their games. Dude, like even like Canucks games, for example, right? Yeah. I watch Canucks games a lot more this year than I have in the yeah. past year for obvious reasons, right? Like I start watching a Canucks game the last ten years. Yeah. But how often did I finish a Canucks game when they were down like five two after yeah. two periods, down six yeah. one, right? It was hard to watch. But with football, you could have like the two shittiest teams playing on any day of the week. Remember the COVID years where the COVID year, sorry, where you had games on a Wednesday at like one o'clock. Yeah. I'd be fucking tuned in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not sitting there and watching like some random hockey game, baseball, all this shit. Football game, no problem. Sign me up. Yeah. Any Monday, Thursday, <laughs> Sunday, no problem. Even like my wife knows that I love watching football on Sundays and I watch as many of it. After that, like Sundays are free. Obviously, golf and stuff, and we're going to do other stuff. Summer yeah. comes up, you know, the more trips, all the stuff that happens. But you can't just go out and say you're going to watch basketball all day on a Sunday or fucking soccer, hockey, golf even all day. Yeah, You might be able to play it all day on a Sunday, but you're yeah. never going to go out and be like watching, you know, nine hours of golf today. Yeah. So. Yeah, moving on to we got uh, NFL, really. The only other big things are obviously we got the franchise uh, tag deadlines which are, you know, some of those are going to be coming up here yeah, in the next few, yeah. uh, maybe two weeks, under two weeks even, really. Man. Combine coming up in that, in a couple of days, actually, starting, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's the 20th. I think it's a next Monday. Week? Monday, I think it starts. No, just on this next week, it starts. It's going to be a spectacle, man. Finally um, seeing the future prospects that are going to be 
So underwear Olympics is what I call it. Yeah, basically. But if you think about it, like more and more teams now aren't sending, like look at the Rams last year. They don't send anyone to the, uh, they barely send anyone there. Honestly, it's just a bunch of guys running really fast. Like, I don't think that really that measures. Shit, yeah, Fuck it's no. the fastest guy. Obviously, like you can learn some, you know, about the personalities. Yeah, you can learn certain things about certain players. A lot of it is medical related. Like, you want to find out if these that are for really sure. Huge, I right? think the but, medical one's huge. But if you watch them all season, then you see what kind of player they are. Some guys are fast football players, and some guys are fast runners. Yeah, right. Like I see, you know, guys who play game or just faster they're just because they're smart you sometimes don't get that when you're watching the combine but i'm gonna watch some of it why not i'm more likely to watch the combine than anything in the all-star game which tells you another reason right why nfl's king right there too yeah. so um the one thing that i was gonna just point out before we move on the franchise tag deadline you know it's based on salary cap going up so because the salary caps jumped up a lot the franchise tags are going to go up I think some of the contenders that are looking to tag guys or having retained guys are really going to benefit now. Yeah. Chiefs, right? They have to sign Snead and uh, what do Jones you call it, yeah. right? Yep. They might be able to sign both guys, man. I'm yep. not saying they're going to. Yeah, I think they'll make a push. They're going to make and at I least think, some try to work something out. Yeah, in and that I, line. I think Jones is probably a little easier because you can get him on a shorter term contract, but yeah, for sure. And he and more, I think, valuable to Snead, even though Snead's only like 27. He still got him, but. You know what? Maybe outside of the chief structure, that guy doesn't do as well. You you know, seeing guys that go into free agency, people pay overpay for them all the time, right? So, yep. I can't wait, man. It's I think yeah, and then like the first week of March, you're gonna get to the free agency part, and the shit's gonna start popping off <laughs> yeah. again, right? But even before that point, we got some shade rumors in there too, right? Like yep. Geno Smith got his 13 mil guaranteed. Yeah, but that doesn't stop the Seahawks from looking around, no. making a trade. See no, a couple of guys there. right there's now. Guys that are. I'll name a couple of guys, and you tell me if you think they're most likely to be traded or most likely not to be traded by their team. So we'll start with obviously you brought him up. You think Geno Smith leaves Seattle, or since they gave him uh, basically what he wanted right now to just keep him and run it back? I think they're gonna run it back with that. Um, you know, McDonald's talked about keeping like a better kind of guy. And if you look at the strategy of teams who've done really well with picking quarterbacks, it's because they're they're built around them. I mean, you know, you have some guys that come in like they're Herbert. Even Herbert had some receiving options. Yep. CJ Stroud is kind of like seems like like an outlier because he really raised the level of his team. Yeah. But you know, even the guys like Mahomes, for example, the greatest quarterback right now. The last he sat behind a player like for a year. So it's just, uh, you know Rogers considered one of the greatest to his. It's working out with Jordan Love. Yeah. Right? Not saying it works for every guy because it doesn't. Some guys, you need them to play. Yeah. Right? Some guys, that's just the way it is. But if you can build a really good team around the player and then pop the quarterback in there, a rookie one or whatever, he's got a running game. He's got some defense. He's got yeah. some protection. He's got a receiver that can get open, which right now, Seahawks, other than their defense, and, you know, they're going to work on their offensive line, it seems like. But it's been better than it has been the past few years. I think in this case, they're going to shop around, but keep Geno. I still think they fucked up last year. They shouldn't try to go for a quarterback when they have the fifth. And Witherspoon's been a great player. He's going to be a great quarterback. He looks like he's going to be a totally legit player. But when you're a team who has a chance to get an elite quarterback and you don't do it, I think that's going to that's gonna hurt them in the long run. But I think Geno's staying. 
So okay, let's go to the next one. Alvin right. Kamara. <sighs> what do you think the Saints are going to be looking to do here since they've I mean, uh, restructured? Do uh, they restructured uh, with the quarterback today? Yeah. Dude, they have a dead cap hit of fifty million if yeah. shit goes sideways. So, <laughs> I think they're going to. I think they should honestly. What I think they should do is, well, they're they're going to keep him, man. I know they're going to keep him. I have a feeling he's going to be kept too. I think they're going to keep him because they really don't have anything. They don't have a better option at this they point. They don't. Right? And like, he's the doubles uh, edge sword where he's got the passing and running. But that's running, a hard guy to get rid of. But it's been more of his passing the it last has. couple of years than his running, right? So he's has. like a glorified. His salary cap hit, I think it's like double digits, and and he's not worth it like he once was. Yeah. But they don't really have any other options. So, uh, who else we got? Stefan Diggs. There's been a lot of talk that this kind of happened when he was in Minnesota too. They got to that point where every year he was like one of those target guys, you know, a trade rumor, trade rumor, and then boom, it actually ended up happening. So is he at the end of his time with Buffalo and them seeing what he can do? Because I still think he's obviously one of the best receivers I think they're the going to keep him. They just gave him an extension, yeah. I think, a year or two ago. And the, like Buffalo was already, I think, last time I looked, there were 40 mil over the salary cap. That's not going to help the salary cap situation. Yeah. At least... But again, he's like, I think, 30, 31, or he's going to turn around, there, right? Sure. So who else do they really have, though, right? Like, Gabe Davis is a free agent for them, and he hasn't he's been really bad. good. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they've got two good tight ends and Knox, and Kincaid seems like he's going to be a really good player. Yeah. But they don't really have any other receivers. I think that's something they're going to have to focus on this year. And they need – if you can take the pressure off of Diggs on top of that, because he's, he's kind of hit his peak as where he has as a player. Yep. Then I think they can do better around him. But they're gonna need other. They're gonna need help, and they don't have a lot of salary cap to work with. So they're gonna really, really have to hit well in the draft or find one of those guys who gets cut by a team, right? Yeah. Sign him for a one-year deal, and then he blows up, and then next year you worry about it next year, right? So. And then next we got two receivers: Devante Adams and Brandon Ayuk. I think Ayuk stays. Yeah. Devante's gone. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like I don't know what the Raiders are really like. You know, they're gonna let Garoppolo go, most likely. Like, I don't know why they would really keep him. Yeah. They really, really do need to rebuild like their team, and that's hard to ha- like Devont. Like, obviously, Devonte Adams loves Lloyd Pierce. I think is the guy's yeah. name, right? Max Crosby. All these guys love him. But that trade was a bad trade for them in the first place, not because they Adams isn't a great player and he's lived up to what he's done. They just didn't need another. They had their defense. They had. They need to get a fucking quarterback is what they need yeah. to get before they focus on anything else. Yeah. And if Devontae Adams can help get them that quarterback because the draft is expected to have some decent quarterbacks this year, I think you do it. That's true. So I think that's. I think he's going to get traded. I know the Jets are super interested. Teams are going to come calling, and if they give him the right price, I think the uh, I think the Raiders are going to make a move, man. Yeah, and I see him wanting to kind of obviously leave too, knowing he wants to. It's his time to contend. You don't got too much of that in the NFL. Your career could be cut short. So it's like he's at his prime right now, and he should be going to a contender team that obviously, well, maybe a semi contender because a lot of contenders they're fucking. You know, like their caps are already like well, at the brim. They can't really bring on fucking these be, kind of guys. It would be funny because, well, and he's also like 30 years old, yeah. right? So he had a phenomenal year last year, but it wasn't as good as the year before that. No. 
right? Shitty at, at least Brandon Ayuk, like, he's only, like, 25, 26. Yeah. He's still got his prime in front of him. Obviously, you know, helping, it helps playing with a guy like Debo yeah. and Kittle yeah. and McCaffrey. So I don't know, like, if he's going to be your number one, like, is he a true number one? He seems like he played with it, but he also played in a really good, great offense last year, right? Yeah. You put him in another team. Is he going to be the same guy? I think you got to keep him. Yeah. For he's them, young. He's up. I think if anybody, you trade Debo over Ayuk. Yeah. And especially with uh, with Adams, at least. Like, I kind of saw where Raiders went for Adams because you ended up losing who was going to be a really good fucking uh, receiver in rugs. That was a big loss to them because that was a high draft pick that they used but on. He wasn't Ruggs. living up to his first round. He wasn't, but like he was he something. Was, I get. He it. was still a guy that I think was transitioning into the NFL and and, and ended up getting cut real short on his so ass. Let's let's now that you brought rugs up, let's go f- peel it back even further than that. What have the Raiders been trying to do for the last like five? Six, find that receiver. Remember Martavius Bryant? They gave him up a third round yeah. pick for him. They gave up all the draft picks for uh, Antonio Brown, remember? What, then he left a voicemail for Gruden. Yeah. Chet went sideways. <laughs> then he started, Then he went to, uh, what is it? I think it was Patriots. Yeah. Then he got cut after like a few games. Then he went to my, the No, Tampa Bay, remember? Yeah. yeah and then in the, the middle box. of the game, halftime, he's like taking yeah. his fucking gloves, taking his jersey off, fucking waving to the crowd and yeah. shit. These guys have been trying to find a receiver, and they finally found one in Devontae. Yeah. Who's going to play with his uh, college best friend? Uh, what is it? Car. Yeah. The car's gone. Yeah. This guy, they like, right? Like, they, <laughs> the trade for him in the first place was like to fix a mistake that's been happening. They've been trying to correct for years now. But. When you're a team that doesn't have a legitimate quarterback, you know, like an, a legitimate franchise quarterback, because you know what, Dave Carr, you are not that guy. You barely made that. He made the playoffs once, maybe twice in their yeah. entire, like, oh, yeah, the, yeah, twice. I think they'd never won playoff game, right? You cannot do shit without a legit to, or at least a cheap fucking quarterback, yeah. right? Like a Brock Purdy, whatever. If you're not, if you're overpaying for like an average QB, you're not gonna do shit in this league. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens. I mean, who else is who else you got? I think you need to cut. Uh, we got Khali- two defensive guys here. We got Khalil Mack and Justin Simmons. Damn. I think you can trade Justin Simmons. So yeah. So no, he will not be on the team. So he will be traded. So yes. You can't really. He's still got value, so you wouldn't want to cut him. Yeah. Cleo Max a different story though. Him and Bosa both have cap hits of like thirty million. Yeah. A cap hit, not what they're paying the dudes. A cap hit of thirty. They're and both over the salary cap. Their defense was already bad last couple of years with these guys. Yeah. Like how much worse can it get? But if you're gonna have a bad defense, you might as well have a cheap bad defense instead of an expensive bad defense. Yeah. And if you if I'm the Chargers, as much as it pains me to do this, I think you also have to like kind of reset your salary cap a little bit around her because I think this is Herbert Herbert's fifth year, so he's got his fifth year quarterback option. Next year is the first year of his new deal. Yeah. If you can use this off season to properly like Bosa, like these guys are making a lot of money. They've had other guys that are you know Keenan Allen's got a cap hit of like. 28 million or something mike williams has a cap hit of like 20 something million like they can make moves and get under the cap and then have some money potentially but yeah. 
I think they almost this year have to like if they can get something from Mac because Mac had an amazing season. Yeah, great. And if you can't, I think you cut him. Yeah, just because do thirty million dollar cap hit for a non QB is fucking insane. Yeah. And is he the money. best defensive player in the league? No, no. Like he's not he's even at there, a guy. But... He's really good. He's probably a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but is he the best? Is he worth thirty million? No, right. He's just not. He doesn't bring enough, I think, on the... He just doesn't bring enough. He's a great sack artist. He had a great year. But $30 million... And then you have Bosa, who's injured, right? Yeah. Bosa, like... I think if you trade him or cut him, you're going to have to make some tough moves. It happens every year. Like, guys who, you know, are still good players, but their cap hits are some insane number. Yeah. That a team is better off losing this guy and not taking a $20, $30 million cap hit and taking a little dead cap hit. Like Xavier Howard by the got released by the Dolphins, Dolphins today, yeah. right? He's, you know, uh, what's the guy for the Bears a couple of weeks ago? Their oh, safety, yeah. Jackson. Yeah, he got right? booted. These guys aren't going to get like maybe a three, four, five-year deal. But uh, they're, they're all these guys that are getting cut, at least they're not going to count against the compensation pick formula next year. Yeah. And these guys have made the money. Money's not going to change them because they've already gotten the money. Yeah. Right? The guys that you worry about are the free agents that haven't been paid yet. Brand new situation. Haven't moved since they've gotten into the into the NFL. And now, boom, they get paid. Yeah. Right? The, it changes, man. Money changes you. It does. It does. That's why you, when you, you know, all sports, when you talk about free agency, you do a lot of overpaying when it comes to free agency, right? So... Yeah. If the cap hit, if you're, and especially in a salary cap era, if the cap hit is not justifying the kind of player that you are, you have to let them go. And sometimes that involves cutting players like Khalil Mack when you don't really want to cut a player like True. Khalil Mack. But can you justify paying him a cap hit of $30 million this year? <laughs> so, and I mean, I think there's there's always a trade or two that you don't see coming. Yeah. Shit goes, I mean, Justin Fields is one guy that we, you know, didn't even mention in this yeah. entire conversation. He's going to be talked about here. He hadn't followed the Bears on Instagram because he said he doesn't want to, like, people are always like, yo, what do you think is going to happen? Or yeah. are they going to trade him? They're going to keep him. I think they're going to have to trade him. It makes no sense to pay a QB that still is only, like, an average QB, even though he had a really good year. Right? Like, at least uh, Josh Allen in his second year started to show more than what this guy had yeah. in his second year. And now... Josh Allen, his third year, finally kind of became that dude, man. Yeah. Right? And Fields isn't at that point at all. So, you know, I think he's going to be a very interesting guy. He's going to – obviously, it's going to dictate what the Bears do with their strategy as well. Um, we'll dig more into the draft as we're starting to get, you know, a free agency in the draft. Yeah. Go into it. So, yeah, anything else you want to talk about NFL-related? I think that's everything. I think we covered off most of the stuff. All right. All right, guys, that's the end of the NFL episode of the podcast, and we'll catch you guys next week. Take care.